The program we are about to present is a report on the gay liberation movement. Betches Media presents Gay, 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 and Lesbian Homosexuals Come Together. Twyla, Twyla, Twyla. Everyone's gay. Bless God and bless the gays. Hi guys, I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is Everyone's Gay. It sure is. And today we are joined by pop culture expert. You may have seen him on Wendy Williams, NBC, and Miss NBC. Heard of it? <laughs> Chris Witherspoon. Hey, you guys. What's going on? So much. Thank you so much for coming in. Listen, I love being here. I love this room mm-hmm. also. It's um, fucking amazing. And I love the title of the show. And oh, you had me you. at that title. Yeah. Thank I got you. an email and I was like, wait, everyone's gay. I am there <laughs> and I might not leave. Well, like, wait till <laughs> like 15 minutes because it's going to get really yeah, it gets hot, hot in here. here Ooh, but it's, okay. It's, you know, for, it's, I'll take off this little blouse. Okay, this is a turtleneck number. Yeah, we slowly like strip as there we go. There we go. Um, Today is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Not when you're listening, but when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I have nothing to add to that. I'm just stating that it's Valentine's Day. Do you have any plans? I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going on a date. It's my second Valentine's Day with my boyfriend. Wow. And I feel like it's getting a little serious. Like, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. <laughs> He's not going to propose. We're not there yet, I don't think. But then again, you uh, never know. Uh, then you never know. Oh, my God. I think did. Oh, my God. What if that happened? I would literally pass out. Would you say yes? That's a really good question. That's a. I would say yes. I would say yes. Really? I would say yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like even if I hated someone and they proposed, I would say yes <laughs> because like I wouldn't know what else. Well, to it do. depends right? on what the ring looks like. There yeah. has to be. A I ring. mean, somebody's. I would want a ring. Well, yeah. I always like. I always joke with my boyfriend when he like talks when we talk about it, and I was like, and he's like, oh well, will you marry me? I was like. No, because you don't Where's have a ring. ring. Oh, you need a ring. See, my boyfriend's really big on not having anything over the top, like a proposal in yeah. front of people. He's very big on me not doing that to him or him not doing that I to me. I totally agree with that. Really? See, I'm the kind of person that wants to go like to a basketball game and I'm not even a basketballista, mm-hmm. but like go to like a Knicks game. A and then, like, Isn't that what they call them? Yeah. Isn't that what they call them? Sorry. I don't know, but I love it. Yeah, I'm not even a basketballista. That's the gayest and I want... way I've ever heard of anyone <laughs> saying that they like basketball. And I would love to go to, I'm not a basketballista though, but I like the whole idea of being on the jumbotron mm-hmm. and like a Laker girl or something saying we have an announcement and it's me doing oh, my see, thing. But he would kill me. me. I'd freak out. Oh, he would kill me. <laughs> like if somebody ever did like watching um, flash mob proposals yeah. on YouTube, I'm like, no. There's one famous, to me famous, um, gay proposal where it's a choreographed dance routine to Betty Who's mm-hmm. Somebody Loves You in a Home Depot. Yeah, that like made oh, her career. I remember that. And I'm like, no. Wasn't the person like on like some kind of a yeah. ladder at one point and yeah. it raised he up or something? He was on like something. one of the, the things they used to like, like stock a crane the high type situation of, almost died. I, yes, I loved that. I so, loved that. How does one become a pop culture expert? Well, you know, so I've worn a lot of different hats down the line. I think that, you know, I was an entertainment editor for a long time, for about five years. And at the time, I interviewed a lot of celebrities, mm-hmm. like way too many. Mm-hmm. Who's and the I did best appear. And who's the worst? Ooh, that's a good question. You don't actually have to I'll answer say who the best is, because the worst is kind of like layered, yeah. in my opinion. But the best is Oprah. Uh. I've interviewed her about four different times. Oh, my yeah. God. You know Oprah? I mean, we're not like friends or anything. Four, but different, four different times. <laughs> meeting someone four times. It's friends. Can I tell you guys though? To me, the magic of Oprah for me wasn't even the actual interviews. It was the first time I interviewed her. After the interview, she came and found me in this hallway. It was for a press junket for a film. 
and I don't think it's been to those before, but it's like a, a lot of different journalists. Mm-hmm. It's always in a hotel. This was at the uh, Waldorf Astoria Hotel in Midtown. She came to me in the hallway and I literally saw her feet in <gasps> these like high wedges standing in front of me. And I was like, I know those are not Oprah's feet. I know she, this bitch is not standing in front of me right now. Like, how dare she? I'm going to pass out. And she began talking to me about her day and like how tired she was. And then she went into this long story about like <laughs> her remembering doing the job that I'm doing at Junkets and how, wow. you know, this kind of lesson that she wanted to teach me really fast about like knowing who you are and also never backing down from asking the questions you want to ask and i was like i'm done my life has changed oh <laughs> and you have amazing feet yeah that is so I was looking at her feet the whole time well i did see viola davis just tweeted you too oh yeah yeah have okay. you interviewed viola davis i've too? interviewed viola i'm gonna um, fucking die <laughs> Viola has you know, a thing I, about my last name. She's my favorite. So she'll be like, your last name ain't no Witherspoon. That's how she <laughs> says it when she sees me. Um, when yeah, she she's sees a sweetheart. me. Oh my no, God, we don't die. hang out, but I, I mean at these junkets, at these events that qualify me as a quote unquote pop culture expert, to your yeah. point. I mean, you've um, interviewed Oprah four times. I think <laughs> that that qualifies you as a quote unquote expert. I guess so. I think also my career um, at CNN, I was an, an entertainment analyst for a few years mm-hmm. and that's like in the trench of like media and numbers behind viewership and a lot of like forecasting media forecasting mm-hmm. so that's kind of where my pop culture expertise comes from <laughs> yeah well i guess you're qualified i huh? guess yeah that's shit amazing. i think it stops at oprah after that it's i mean like, that is the top that's it right yeah, who yeah. else could it there be like michelle maybe, obama like, yeah, michelle, michelle obama. obama never never met never interviewed her yeah yeah right. i think i think you guys just like a little sidebar i was thinking about this after watching the grammys mm-hmm. and i think about this a lot how there's like this void in terms of the talk show space and no one has filled the void that oprah has mm-hmm. when i was watching michelle obama i was like michelle obama could do that michelle obama could have a talk show she Mm. could make it something dynamic and informative and like political and and every fucking guest would show up she could book anyone on the show she did just sign a huge netflix deal well word has it on this is like a little side tea for y'all that she has done a meeting or two about a talk show <sighs> so that's like a little industry inside oh scoop. my god you heard it oh my god if, yes if for I'm, everyone's gay okay oh my god yeah right she's our next guest yeah <laughs> or you guys can be guests on her talk show i feel like you guys uh, are, you represent the michelle obama brand so oh my god i mean have you seen my arms um speaking of award shows and michelle obama but not really the Oscars are coming up. Yeah. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. I think that I tried to not get too hyped because I've been mm, let yeah. down so many times in the past. Um, I'm excited this year because as a as, as a black gay man who's covered the Oscars for so many years, it's nice to see a year that's very inclusive. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this when I was walking, whilst walking over. And this podcast being Everyone's Gay, I thought about how this is a really gay year at the Oscars. Yeah, you have yeah. a film like Green Book, which mm-hmm. is about, you know, this this man who's battling with not only being black in the South, but also being gay in the South. And then you have Bohemian Rhapsody with yeah. Freddie Mercury, who's mm-hmm. one big old queen, you know, yeah. from the band Queen. I was a little disappointed in his gayness in the movie. It wasn't, you mean it wasn't like strong like enough? It wasn't overt? strong enough for me. No, I agree. I agree. The whole film was a little yeah. like vanilla. I thought that he was amazing as an actor. Yeah. But I, yeah, I agree that I'm like, where's the 
gay scene. Can I tell you, though, there was so much buzz about them trying to uh, heterify, I think the term yeah. was, or hetero, hetero wash yeah. the story. But I thought that them including that third act where he goes back and finds the the, the yeah, waiter yeah, yeah. from his party and then sort of brings him to the mom's house. That's that what could really have all happened? been is edited that, out. Is that what really what happened? Because that is so crazy. I think it wasn't in that exact order. From what I heard, there was like a, a few folks that have like done some digging and found out that that film didn't, the sequence was a little bit off in terms mm. of how it all went down. And even I think where the concert fits in terms of him coming out about his AIDS yeah, yeah. and all of that with the band members. But I like that they included that part in the yeah. film that we got to see you know yeah. this that this iconic straight man fall in love with another man and, yeah. and go to his parents and come out and everything then also Star is Born Star yeah. is Born is so yeah. gay I mean yeah. you open the film in a freaking drag bar mm-hmm. with what's her name Shangela Shangela yes. I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing I drag Star queens Born yesterday in a, in, a, in, a, in a best picture nominated film that's huge yeah. Yeah. Sh- I mean oh, I die Shangela was amazing oh Star my god Born. who do you think is going to win best picture Okay, this is tough. This is really tough. I'm gonna say my heart is saying Black Panther, even really? though it's a stretch. Oh my God, it's a that stretch. Would be but do you guys know why? Because it won the best cast for uh, the SAG Awards, uh-huh. and I think 60% of the folks that win that award go on to win Best Picture. Mm. So Ooh. it was unprecedented for a superhero film to even win the yeah. best cast for the SAG. Mm-hmm. But it's the first superhero film ever mm-hmm. to be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar. Yeah. So I honestly would love if Black Panther won. I just feel like it's just so disruptive. And I love disruptive yeah. stuff, and yeah. I think all these fucking Hollywood That's critics why, get yeah. it wrong sometimes. That's why I think Roma might win, like because yeah. it's like the Netflix streaming, and like that like, could also be disruptive. Did it win the Golden Globe? It might, or not for Best Picture, but it won a lot. But like, it won a lot. Alfonso Cuarón is winning everything. He's the guy who yeah. wrote and directed it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that could do it. I mean, I think I it think, should be a Star Is Born. But yeah, I think a Star Is Born also could be a strong contender. I would say in my in my order is Black Panther, Star Is Born. Um, and then Roma mm-hmm. in terms of like what I think will and could make it. I don't think it. the Star is Born will win. I want it to, but I just don't think it's going to. I think if it were to win, a lot of folks would be upset. Yeah. Do you think Gaga will take the Oscar for Best Actress? I think she has a strong chance. She's who I'm pulling for. She yeah. has a strong chance. Same. I think they say Glenn Close might also be mm-hmm. a contender. I haven't seen that film. And Pop culture and, um, expert Olivia shaming. <laughs> Olivia Colman is yeah. really good. Yes, 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 yes. Gaga will win Best Song. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, that she'll take home an award of some sort yeah, yeah. at the Oscars. And she'll also probably, like, I hope she does an actual real version of Shallow. I did not like the Grammy thing yeah, she it was did. A little weird. I thought it was weird. I wanted to hear, like, you know, yeah. I'm off the deep end. I mean, like, the that whole... song is about the build. Yeah, about the build. About, about the build. build. The um, thing, like, if. Lady, I've been saying this for months now. Like, I need a Lady Gaga acceptance speech to like carry me through in the next three years. Yeah, with a meat dress or no meat dress? I don't think I need a meat dress. No blood. I'm nothing. over the meat okay. dress. You okay. Know? okay. Like, also, I think she's now trying to be as like simplified as she possibly can. Like at the Grammys, where she just like has her hair down. Like she has changed so I much. Don't know. I don't know. I think like. she tried to. I think that was why she did the shallow performance the way she did. She was like, "Look, I'm still edgy, Gaga, crazy." Mm. Wow. You know what though? I like that. Wow. <laughs> um, but I do feel like I want to see more like strong messaging from Gaga. Like Gaga's uh-huh. one of those women that could really come in and make waves with anything mm-hmm. she wears, anything she says, and I'm hoping that she stops trying to and she may not even be doing this she might just be growing the fuck up but yeah. i hope that she stops trying to be like to fit that hollywood a-list acting mold mm-hmm. and branch out a little bit and like i, I like that star is born was this kind of crazy disruptive character yeah. um who hung out with drag queens yeah so be that i i um 
when she's in like have you seen the documentary her documentary i watched like the first hour of it she talks about that how she's like i think the fans are going to be disappointed with joanne because it's not like crazy lady gaga and she's like but i don't want to be like this the the star that is 16 forever she's like i feel like famous people like stay the same age that they are when they got famous like i don't want to be a britney spears that's like forever 16 did she say that on the documentary Britney Spears? I think she actually does say it. Damn, doesn't she? I don't remember. Shade. I she feel like she Madonna. like uses Britney Spears by name. Damn. Yeah. Not in like a but just being like she like people expect her to dress the same way as she has her entire life. She's like, I'm growing up, I'm not that person anymore. But How, thinking about Madonna, you mentioned uh-huh. Madonna's name just now. I thought about you saying that in Evita in the film Evita and how Madonna cleaned up her act, became this actress, yeah. you know, did this huge Oscar campaign for Evita, and now she's trashy again wearing like yeah. butt injections and butt pads. Yeah. <laughs> and, and trying sure, to be and trying sure. to be sixteen. Sure. I guess Cher kinda stayed crazy though, even when yeah, she Yeah, that's true. She's crazy, um, but classy still. What did you think about Kevin Hart not hosting? You know, and I, again, I'm thinking about everyone's gay and like how this is such a great year for diversity and inclusion. And I'm I'm proud of the Academy and I'm proud mm-hmm. of the folks that called out Kevin Hart. Yeah. I have met Kevin Hart several times. I have walked in rooms and interviewed him back when he was not famous and after he was famous. And he's always seen all the many colors of me and has never made me feel like I'm not accepted. And but 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 I have been at comedy shows, and this is something that's kind of common in the black community where there's a lot of gay shaming and it's kind of yeah. okay when you're in these spaces of like deaf comedy jam or yeah. any kind of, you know, hyper masculine black setting. And I think Kevin Hart falls, in, he fell into that sort of bucket of those kind of actions being acceptable and being okay about it. And I don't really even feel personally that his apology was good enough for no. me. Yeah. I don't think he truly fell on his sword and like, did enough he kept saying i've already apologized i've already yeah. addressed I that i feel like he but he was very it. much just like that was whatever the thing that pissed me off he was like he told rolling stone in like 2015 that he wasn't going to apologize for it because it was a joke yeah. but i'm also like if your son is gay he's going to fucking resent you forever like the way yeah. oh well oh, yeah yeah like, if he is gay totally totally which probably you wouldn't be comfortable coming out also i'm like do you think your son's gay and that's why you keep saying this stuff sometimes i do feel like like people <clears throat> that'd be fucked feel up. like their kid is gay so then they start saying things to be like, don't be gay though, because I'm like, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I think that it's one of those things that, as much as he says it was a joke, I think deep down, he probably still, yeah. it, it, it's something that's like a nightmare to him. <laughs> yeah. You know, for him in this, again, hyper masculine environment that he hangs out with NBA players and rappers, mm-hmm. a lot of his friends are those guys. Yeah. And that's not yeah. me trying to, you know, throw a stereotype at Kevin. That just is his reality. He's front seat at NBA games and he's going to boxing matches, front seat. And he's, he's again, had an amazing amazing career and I'm very proud of him. However, I don't think you should be able to be at the front of the world on that mm-hmm. stage that is the Oscars if you aren't truly representative of the best of what that industry has to offer. And I don't think Kevin Hart is. Yeah. yeah. Wait, who is hosting? Did the, it's no. kind of hostless right now. Yeah. They might surprise us and throw a host in last minute yeah. just like to be crazy. But as of right now, there literally is no host. I don't name. think that's, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> Because it's like the, last the amount of writing that goes, I feel like goes into the it will be leaked. Oscars. Well, well I like, feel what like what are they gonna do? Who's I gonna... think they'll just have like random presenter. They probably had, they probably hired someone to make like a cold open. Yeah, of some film mm-hmm. type, it will have like a plethora of famous people in it, and then there will be just people announcing the awards 
And that's it. Because they're also trying to figure out a way to cut down time. So like, That's true. That's yeah. true. And that could be a funny bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Just like literally stars passing it off to each other and like some kind of an opening scene yeah. like literally getting up from their seat oh i'm gonna do it now you yeah. you, you do it you yeah. do it. that could be funny i'm not upset about no host like i whenever i'm like can we move this shit yeah along? there's nothing worse Grammys than were way too fucking bit. long they were way too long and they weren't produced well i thought that, like the no. that guy needs to go the one that ariana's mad at well Ken. if ariana oh, grande yeah. and Nicki minaj don't like you like those are like two of the big did we find out why Nicki's upset though because she said she was going to reveal it Nikki's on her upset queen radio like watching oh, Car- like when i watched cardi when i was like you know i saw a meme that was so funny of like a little girl just staring blankly into like a thing of water and it was like nikki finding out that cardi damn uh, no it's, but also it's cardi's sad. acceptance speech like was so good and made me cry offset pisses me off get out the fuck off that stage but he was looking at her like spit that gum out of your mouth yeah he should not have been chewing gum but the way he was looking at her i was like oh he just like is loving her so much oh yeah she was gonna get the d yeah when she goes home when she went home. i thought when she like stops in the middle of her speech and starts like oh it was so good when she's yeah. like, uh, i'm sorry Ugh. you know what i love I is that, and, I, and i pray that this never happens i don't want cardi b to ever begin to speak english correctly yeah like i love that she went on stage I did and like most also. of middle america was like what is she saying because <laughs> like her grammar is just all over the fucking yeah. place and i love that she fucking owns it she's not trying to become perfect um, but you know my dream, you guys, is for Cardi B to remake uh, My Fair Lady. Oh the movie God. with yeah. Eliza Doolittle. Yeah. I feel like, because that's what Eliza Doolittle, she literally is Eliza Doolittle. Mm. Like, she's her not being able to speak very well, speaking Cockney, and then going to the fucking Princess Ball, or the Queen's Ball. Yeah, oh my that's God. her right so now. I think that, could, that idea from you. Well, just give me credit, y'all. Give me, like, my little 2% equity or something. I, um, r- last night, literally, watched old clips of Cardi from Love and Hip Hop that's like someone made a compilation of like her going off in Love and Hip Hop at people being like, someday I'm going to be so famous and you're going to regret this. And it was just, I loved it so much. Like there's one where she's yelling at this guy who is like producing Mariah Lynn's album also, but is like focused more on her. And she's like screaming at him being like, you are going to regret, like I am going to be a fucking star and screaming at him. And she's like, and you're wasting your fucking time on Mariah Lynn. But, and I was like, Oh my God, she, she was knew. right. But you know, what's crazy. And this is just, I think it's, it's incredible thinking about love and hip hop, the show that Amona Scott, I think it's her name, Mona Scott, she creates the show. It's one of those lowbrow shows that like a lot mm-hmm. of big advertisers don't look at as something mm-hmm. they want to even buy into and support. Yet, along with Drag Race, it is VH1's number one show, number one and number two show. Yeah. And they have like three different love and hip hop spinoffs. Yeah. And I think it's incredible that a show like that, that nobody was checking for, gave us Cardi B, the biggest star of 2019. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you never, even Drag Race, people don't look at Drag Race. I mean, we do because we're a part of the community, but a lot of big TV executives don't get why people even watch it and they don't look at it as something that they should invest their, their big advertising dollars on. I think you might find the next Cardi B in Drag Race. Uh-huh. Um, so oh my God, bef- imagine. <laughs> imagine. I'm, I'm, like, imagine. I mean, but who would have thought Cardi B would come from Love and Hip Hop? That show is what yeah. made her famous. Well, she would thought, not be yeah. where she is were not from that show. We thought Kim Kardashian would be where she is today when that first show, that show first aired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reality TV. So it says, this means say yes to reality TV. Yeah, Because most Sometimes. people say, no, it's bad for your brand. But I'm like, if you can own it like Cardi B... Well, because yeah, it depends I feel on like, what you want to do. Yeah. True. Because like it wasn't. I think if you yeah. want to win an Oscar as a 
best actress i feel like it would be much harder because you have a persona attached to you true but i think if cardi does my fair lady she'll win an oscar no sure but like because love and hip-hop it's not like they're just following her around like they're following her trying to be a star already yeah um before before we started you mentioned uh you had a child with your lesbian friend yes um i'm gonna ask you about that but first we should take a quick break What happened to your long, strong, healthy-looking hair? Bitch. You need Sugar Bear Hair Chewy Vitamins. Do not come for me right now. It's absolutely the best way I know to get longer, stronger, healthier, and beautiful hair. And while you're there, I want you to check out another awesome product from Sugar Bear Hair. I'm talking about women's vegan multivitamins from Sugar Bear Hair. Bitch, I cannot use women's multivitamins, but I'm pretty sure I can gift them. You know... I tasted them and they were delicious. Honestly, the sugar bear ones, I mean, I didn't have the women's one, but the hair vitamins one, I've had like six since we've been sitting here. <laughs> I don't know if that's recommended. I don't care. I want fucking horse hair, bitch. Just two sweet gummy bites a day give you what your body craves to help you become the healthiest, best version of you. Scientifically formulated with essential vitamins and minerals often lacking in women's diets. Or gay men's that want good hair. Truth. Contains a total of 16 nutrients designed to promote total body wellness. Honestly, the healthiest thing that I do is probably eat those vitamins. Sugar Bear Hair and the new woman's vegan multi is the amazing way to get a little bit of everything your body needs in two sweet gummy bites. I guess you're supposed to only take two because as I'm reading, it does seem like you're not supposed to just... Go to town on them. So I guess keep it to two. Go to sugarbearhair.com slash gay for amazing hair and a healthier you. That's sugarbearhair.com slash gay. Sugarbearhair.com slash gay. Wreck. And we're back. I think <laughs> we should say it a bunch of times. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. So Chris, not yes. you, Chris. Chris Witherspoon. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... You were just kind of like slowly, like kind of subtly dropped that you had a child. Yeah, I did. I have a son. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seven years old. He's incredible. And my best friend, uh, her name is Karina. Mm-hmm. She's my son's mother. She asked me, she asked me back in 2006, mm-hmm. jokingly one day at this hotel she and I worked at um, to have a kid with her one night. It was like I a be week. Like, how long ago was that? A week into knowing her. So uh, yeah, I was like 23. Okay. Do, do the math, America. <laughs> um, and... She jokingly asked me one night, working back, you know, in this like guest reservation area. And I was like, sure, I'll have a kid with you. I didn't even know she was lesbian. Like I was so dense then I didn't even know how feminine lesbians could be because she was very feminine. And she asked me to have a kid with her. And then fast forward about seven years later, we got very serious about it. We we became roommates. So you guys became closer after that, like, cause you guys, you, you said you only knew her for a week when she, first oh started. yeah. So we became very close, became mm-hmm. roommates like a year later. And then we lived together for a solid, like five years. And then we got very serious about having this kid and we did. Wow. We went, um, we went in on the baby. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. You still yeah. live together? No, no. He lives about five minutes from me. I live uptown there in Riverdale, uh-huh. which is like this lovely area uh, uptown Riverdale as well. Riverdale is so beautiful. It's like a different world. Is she, it kind of scares me. Is she with anyone? Yeah. Is she? She's single. So everyone's gay listeners. 
listeners, go to my Instagram at Witherspoon C. You can mm-hmm. see Karina somewhere in there. How did you She's like come to an agreement of like what your roles would be? You know what's funny? I think the most important thing that we both kind of always talked about and realized was that neither one of us wanted to be single parents. Mm-hmm. Like we both realized in our but lifestyle. You to be a parent. Yeah, but we both realized in the LGBT community being, you know, she's a full blown lesbian, I'm a full blown gay, that that it's it's oftentimes if you don't find the right partner, you're going to have a child as an independent person, single. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I wanted to be able to come tape dope podcasts with you guys yeah. on Thursday evenings <laughs> and not have to be running yeah. home to a nanny all the time. So it's great because we're best friends, we make it work, and we you know, we kind of got to know each other over those five or six years as roommates. And I went to her country, which is Dominican Republica. She came to my country, which is Ohio. <laughs> um, and and we got to realize that we're a lot alike and that we can do this and that we have the same sort of moral, you know, compass. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I really do like that. Um, you guys, can, I'll bring my son here one day. You can interview him. Oh, my God. Having, yeah, having a gay mom and dad. We, oh, we <laughs> he's, should do that. He's an Instagram meme. I'm sure. Oh no, he God. really like is. He makes a lot of faces. He has. He's sassy. Uh, you guys keep talking. I'll pull it up and show it to you. Like you might have seen it already. He's like Insta famous already. He's like Insta famous. Does he like understand that you're both gay? He does. He does. He understands that I am more. I think with his mom, he still doesn't get what lesbian truly is. Uh, I think with the gay culture, it is more in... It's it's more out it's there. It's more like in your face. Yeah, yeah. I've I've taken him to uh, drag brunches. Mm-hmm. Joy, my friend Joy Reed, who we talked about earlier as well, um, she had a drag brunch Christmas party this past well, uh, Christmas fun. for her staff, and I took him. And he never had seen drag queens perform, and he was he loves music and he loves like Beyonce and Cardi B, oh. and so they were doing Beyonce and Cardi B, and he was in heaven, and he was like, "Daddy, they're so pretty. Are you sure that's not a real girl?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I promise you, <laughs> it's not." This is his meme, by the way. There's like a bunch of them floating around. There's a bunch of them floating around. That's from a a picture I took on the beach a few years ago. Oh my God, I really think I've seen this as a different meme. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a bunch of different ones. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, yeah, bring him into... (laughs) Oh, he's funny. He's sassy. He will give you neck rolls, eye rolls, all of it. Ugh. Does not play the reindeer games. Oh, I love him already. And he doesn't even drink. Can you believe it? I know. <laughs> he he's seven and not drinking. Wow. <laughs> That's where I get my sass and yeah. creativity and from. So you, did you, you always wanted to have kids? You know, I always did. And I think that, you know, I'll, I'll never forget this woman. I'm going to get like kind of, you know, emotional. This woman at my church when I went to leave to go to college, uh, I remember her telling me, she grabbed my hand and she was like, if you don't see the example, be the example. And I remember her saying that to Ugh. me and it was like, I was like, what is she talking about? Like, why? She, she didn't say anything else to me but that. She gave mm-hmm. me a hug and said that and walked away. And I feel like that's kind of Oprah. been it wasn't Oprah but she was a <laughs> Oprah big, sent she was, her but yeah. she was a big girl. She was a big girl. Um, but I remember a big lady but I remember walking away and like I was like, okay, I can do that. And I feel like so much of my career, so much of my my personal life, I haven't really always seen the examples, I, and especially in my community, uh, in, the, in, in the black community, it's still sort of taboo to be a black gay father. A lot of my aunts and uncles and relatives that are like entrenched in the church, they don't really get it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm okay being the example to my family because they need to see that like this is okay and yeah. I can raise a healthy child who might grow up and be president one day. And are you, 
Are you still active in your church, like in church? And- so I still go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the one that I grew up in. I moved to New York City, um, and I go to a church that's much more inclusive of my lifestyle. It's church in Harlem uh, called First Corinthians Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and uh, it's great. And a lot of people that are gay serve in the church. Um, yeah. They're in the choir. They're out. We can I can hold hands with my boyfriend in church, and my son can see this beauty and be around something that I find to be um, great. I'm I'm not a super religious person anymore i'm more spiritual and i also believe in him he has a lot of friends that are jewish believe in him going and experiencing what it's like Mm -hmm. to go to a synagogue and my best friend from college is muslim i want him to learn the muslim religion too because i think at the end of the day there's a lot of nuances to religion that can be just very informative and affect every part of global living Mm -hmm. um but i do like going to black churches i like the music yeah, I like to sing along with the choir. Um, does he? <laughs> what? How did your boyfriend feel? Like, oh my god! So Frank, uh, his name is Frank. Frank is an amazing. Um, he's an amazing father figure. I'll just say that. It's probably a lot for to you. say. For no, for <laughs> <laughs> lucky for you, let's Daddy get some more wine. Right. We can go into that. No, <laughs> no, he's an amazing father figure to my son, and just he's really made it. Um, this transition into him being in my world seamless, and mm-hmm. Andres loves frank and they have their own their own little like little language their own jokes they both like a lot of the same movies and Mm -hmm. they watch them together and they laugh and joke and it's great it's something that i've i've been very conscious of like taking it slow because andres is also very territorial for so Mm -hmm. long it was just me and me and him and he is used to that but he also has opened the door for me to allow love in my life (laughs) how nice of him right so generous generous little guy do you want kids me? Yeah, we've never talked about this. Um, not today. <laughs> I don't. I so I have a, a lot of siblings, and they're all straight, and they're all having children. I, I don't know. No. <laughs> not not really. When, when you say no because you've watched the kids that they have be like I draining. I, I, I've seen I've seen how my siblings' lives have changed, and we always do a family vacation every year. And we all spend a week together. And by the end of it, I'm like, I should have left two days earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, okay. I don't now know. You like, know, only I, go for five days. Well, I, that's, I have, I, I've changed my, <laughs> I've changed my schedule. I'm always like, oh, I'm so busy. I can only come for three days. But you guys are both in your twenties, right? I'm 20. I'll be 29 in April. Yeah, I'm 27. Okay. I didn't want to out you with your age. Don't but worry. I really I really feel like men's sort of, and I do believe we have one like our own little biological clock. I think mm-hmm. it begins ticking in your late 30s. Okay. So I, I really feel it's so early. Well, That's it's like, what, yeah, I love. Because I want kids, I, I think. I love like my niece and nephews when they are, when they were like, I could like hold them and they wouldn't scream at me. Yeah. Or like now they're like I'm like oh hey come here like it's nice to see you and, and they're like, like nah. fuck you yeah, basically <laughs> and I'm fuck like you, oh, queen what do you like, have for me <laughs> yeah like no um but like speak we were speaking to churches do you hear about this Hillsong thing yeah with Chris Pratt and Ellen Page I think it's interesting I think that you know um I get what Ellen is saying about this church it's called the yeah. Hillsong Church so I believe just it's to called. recap yeah um basically Chris Pratt was on Colbert and he was like like talking up his church hillsong is this like weird like celebrity church that seems a little cultish justin bieber like always talks about it he like had that um, when he was on the cover of that's where he met Haley baldwin yeah no they met like years ago i think they like got together because of that church but he was like they go go on dates there i think oh it's so fucking weird (laughs) 
But um, there's a dating thing. There. Also, a, I, just, I just totally si- made that. But probably, little little sidebar. We'll, we'll start. The I don't know how I feel about Justin Bieber being on the cover of Vogue with Haley Baldwin. Yeah, me, I don't either. I don't really like that. Are they? Together? I like that he looks. If clean I was on now, the cover of Vogue and they were like, "We want to put someone else with you," I'd be like. Get the fuck out of here. Didn't he put Kim Kardashian and Kanye on one year as well? Mm, yeah. I feel like they're just trying. They're just they reaching. They to sell magazines. Yeah, they're reaching. I know yeah. a lot of people are like, have been like leaving Condé Nast. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyways. They're being stunt queens. Yeah. So uh, Chris Pratt was talking about this. Ellen Page retweeted it. It, like the, an article of him talking about it and she said oh, okay um but his church is infamously anti-lgbtq so maybe address that too and then he went on she went on to say if you are a famous actor and you belong to an organization that hates a certain group of people don't be surprised if someone simply wonders why it's not addressed being anti-lgbtq is wrong there aren't two sides the damage it causes is severe full stop sending love to all this kind of marinated in the ethernet and the internet for a while people had opinions about it people were kind of coming after chris being like chris pratt being like how dare he and then people coming for ellen page it's like he loves all people he's funny um and then he came out and said despite what the people what despite what the bible says about divorce my church community was there for me every step of the way never judging just gracefully accompanying me on my walk they helped me tremendously offering love and support it is what I have seen them do for others on countless occasions, regardless of sexual orientation, race, or gender. But they don't like the, this church in particular doesn't have any doesn't allow LGBTQ people to rise to positions of power in their church, mm-hmm. or you know they don't <clears throat> support gay marriage. Well, listen. Let me just say, I think that first and foremost, the the, the um, United States Christian Church overall fundamentally has an issue with LGBTQ. LGBTQ issues, and I believe, and this is probably a strong statement to say, that a lot of them essentially are anti-LGBTQ, but they still believe it's a choice. I think him equating divorce, his divorce, yeah. to being gay or lesbian is crazy because you choose to get divorced. We do not choose to be gay. So yeah. there's no kind of coaching and support group around being gay yeah. because it's a, some kind of choice we made that we need to be counseled through. Yeah, yeah Wait, you I can't equate the two. You did? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. No. But I agree with you 100%. That it, it's like, like it's, I mean, I choose to be gay too, but yeah. I was born this way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you can't equate the two things. And also, I just feel like these, like, a lot of straight white men have these, like, non apologies. They uh, totally it's like, agree. like, I'm so sorry that my actions made you feel bad mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, oh, I'm sorry about my actions. Yep. But like apologizing like that is exactly what you're saying where like he's apologizing and be like, oh, I didn't mean to offend your decision. Yeah, it's 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 like a half-assed apology and like a backwards apology. It's like, to me, it's an unapology yeah. in a sense because you're trying to equate something that is a choice with a lifestyle and your church probably truly isn't, mm-hmm. you know, as supportive of your life choice as they are our actual lifestyle and so i think that we need to begin to i think it's a great discussion to be had in churches across the country it's so Mm -hmm. many young people now that are you know engaging in social media and even straight people that are woke you know to the 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 ills of what the church has done in the gay community i think should talk about it more and like talk to their their clergy and their and their church groups and say look we're not truly being as inclusive as you think we are if we're not allowing gay men and gay women to outwardly be 
gay and serve. Yeah. Will this church, they should ask this question when they go to church. Will your church marry a gay couple? Most churches will say, oh, we're inclusive, we're this, we're that, but they won't mm. actually, they're not even allowed to. Like I think the Baptist doctrine, most Baptist doctrines, you're not even allowed to marry a same-sex couple. Like literally, it's, it's against the laws of what you hold as a license. So I think it's the discussion that needs to be had. And I think being accepting is not necessarily not as being pro-gay. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you uh, been in New York? Oh my God. I since, thought you were going to say how long have you been Since 2005. Gay? Okay. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you think there's a difference, like as a black man, is there a difference in how you are, like how you are perceived in the gay community or like, do you think it's, what's the difference between like, because I know I was just, I was listening to Jesse Smollett finally spoke out this mm-hmm. morning about his experience a couple weeks ago when he was a- attacked. Yep. And he thinks because he was li- like, they used like both like gay and black expletives when yep. they were attacking him. And he thinks that it was a combination of that hate. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like, I just want like to make people know, like how has it been being a gay man here for you? I mean, I look at it like this and I am not necessarily a baseballista either, baseball. but uh, but I'm going to give I you love. the whole three strikes rule, right? Oh, wow. I, I think, think that is <laughs> our very first sports reference on this podcast. Ooh, I think that essentially as a black gay man, you mm-hmm. have strike one Mm -hmm. you're black Mm -hmm. right and that's not the best thing to be in this country um and through the generations of you know uh being black we've just at a place now we're kind of on an equal playing uh field but also strike two you're gay yeah so you are it's like a double whammy Mm -hmm. you're waiting for that third strike all the Mm -hmm. time i feel um i've never lived my life in this place of being lesser than or being fearful but i think more so now than ever because we're talking about it more and i'm seeing things like jesse smollett or instances like this happen and obviously on the heels of the black lives matter movement being so strong it is something that i think about more than i used to when i step into a nice store I think about it and I didn't use think about that anymore. Like I look at my skin and I look at my son who's seven years old and I'm trying to constantly empower him to not feel lesser than because it is something that I think well, can be disruptive. Uh, he said he because people like there was like everyone's like, why did he wait to call the police? And he said, because as a gay man, he did not want to be seen as weak and also he was fearful of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think that listen i think that at the end of the day to, to, to be a black man and to have any encounter with the police even if you're a victim or you're a criminal it's a scary thing mm-hmm. i get pulled over by the cops and i literally want to pee my pants because yeah. it's sometimes often in the evening and i think to myself what if this cop does something to me and no one's going to see it and it seems to me i yeah. always get pulled off when i'm alone i get pulled over and you know what i do i immediately begin acting really gay that's like my thing because i mm-hmm. want him to know i'm not an aggressive black man who might be who you think is a criminal in this country mm-hmm. and i want you to know that like you know if you hit me i'll bleed yeah. and i'll cry and i'll scream and i'll queen out but i do think that black men now live in this fear of not being taken seriously by police mm-hmm. and not being treated the same as as white men and also there is such a thing as a lot of these police now i feel sort of having some sort of resentment to black men because now they have to be hyper conscious to turn their body cameras on and to handle us with you know childlike gloves because of all the instances that have happened in the past three years that have gone viral and been on cnn and msnbc about police brutality and police not treating black men and black women acceptably Mm -hmm. so i understand why he feels there is this sort of innate distrust 
distrust that's even more heightened, I think, as a gay man, that might even be double. Because remember the two-strike rule? Mm, You're not just black and a man. You're a black gay man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was in Chicago, right? Yeah. Where there's like 90% of crime goes on. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious to see how this all unfolds. I feel bad for him. Um, I do feel bad for him. But there is something about the story that's still even for me doesn't quite gel together and I can't figure out what it is, but there's something about it that feels off to me. Um, Yeah. I'm curious what I'll need to not make it feel off. It might be a better interview. I think Robin did a good interview, but it wasn't the one that I wanted. Yeah. I think I need to interview Jesse. I think seeing a gay black man interview him might gel it together a bit. Yeah. And maybe he'll like, she's, I think speak more real. Yes. Keep it 100. Yeah. Like it's a Kiki. Yes. Yes. Robin is like, I, I like her, but there's always, I feel like there's like, yeah, I feel like there's always a barrier for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I interned for Robin back in the day um, and she's a darling woman in person and I think mm-hmm. she's an amazing talent, but I don't think she's the person to do sit down one-on-ones when you really want someone to bring yeah. their walls down like yeah. and want tell an you the things. Yes. And, and Oprah's you, not interviewing, so you got to get right oh my god right i'm so here for it (laughs) sign me up um but yeah it's it's fucked up what happened to him yeah yeah i mean obviously well let me ask you a question do do you feel this is since we're trying to be you know all woke up in here do you feel like as white gay men that your your plight in life is a bit uh easier than a gay black man yes you do for sure do you Yes. Okay. I'm just curious. I no. think because I for sure do because I there's I, not a yes or no answer I'm looking for. I can't be clocked as gay right away, but I could be if I was white or black. Yeah. Right away. You know what I mean? No, I, totally. mean I mean, I'm probably I'm pro- there's I'm probably very much more flamboyant than I think yeah. I am, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but also like the, there's things where I'll be like in smaller towns or like even in my hometown where I'm like, oh, these people don't realize I'm gay because they don't know gay. They don't. They don't know things that make people gay. Like I, even when I go home, I'm like, oh, this person, I literally have my nails painted, but they don't realize that I'm gay because they've never met a gay person. Like they can't wow. imagine. Where's home? Um, I'm from like a suburb of Albany. Okay. But like, it's just like, you know, there's people you meet and I'm like, oh, they don't realize. But I mean, black people, that's like, well, yeah. I mean, you just have they to look at the statistics. That. I mean, you know, yeah. LGBTQ people make up about like 4% of the population, but they, have 16 percent of you know discrimination based violence yeah but when you look at that even further in depth of that it's more for people of color and even more so if you're a a trans person of color Mm. and so i think just that just speaks to it you know yeah yeah, come on totally. stats come on stats i love that because <laughs> totally. people can be like hide like pretend you're not gay but no you can't. Yeah. it's true mm-hmm. but i love and this is like a really corny thing to say and i never have said this but i actually came out to my mom um the year that jesse smollett was on empire oh. i remember it he was fine as hell on empire did you have too. a child before you came out yeah wow. she had no idea she <gasps> she thought that karina and i were roommates back when we had on the desk and she thought that in in her mind she, she was like oh he say, got drunk and fucked his roommate <laughs> but she used to always say you're gonna get married and i know you are she's in love with you and i'll be like girl she's totally lesbian and i'm totally gay but i still wasn't ready and i remember watching empire and watching 
his character, Jamal, lions come out to his mother and father <sighs> and stand in his power. As corny as it is, I literally remember watching Empire. It was like episode four, season one. And I drafted this long ass email to my mom because she likes to write. She's like a big yeah, writer. Yeah, yeah. And so I drafted it, sent it and texted her and said, check your email. Mm-hmm. And then she wrote me back. What'd she say? She was like, there's nothing that you could ever do to make me love you less. She was like, I'm I so saw proud. as well. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, girl, I like that scene when no, like, I, Taraji was so accepting. <laughs> Her wigs were everything. <laughs> um, no, but it, that show gave me, it's so, uh, bravo to Jesse. Oh my God, because, you interviewing him would be so amazing because oh you could God. tell him this story yeah, as well. No, yeah, no, it's something that like. Start the campaign, girls. But it's incredible. It. It's incredible that shows that have that sort of diversity and inclusion. I, I'm, I'm not some kid in some small town that's not been around gay people that yeah, didn't have yeah. the strength, that didn't have the kind of fuel to want to come out. But some show and seeing this this guy who was around my age who's, you know, standing in his truth made me say, you know what? Fuck this shit. Fuck yeah. what the black community and my mom's black church is going to say. I want to come out and I want her to know all of my truth. And my son, I, I want him to be able to grow up and be able to look at me and not feel that I ever lie yeah. in front of him. Is well, your mom close with your son? Oh, yeah. She's like obsessed with him. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, I feel like she's like, it's I don't care only if you're gay, straight or whatever. I'm sure she I brags. Yeah. I'm sure your mom brags and is like, did you see my son on Wendy Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't watch a lot of TV. She doesn't watch Wendy. She's, it, but but her friends all brag. Like her friends, uh, my, mom, my mom has no Facebook, no Instagram, but same. her friends follow no me on Instagram. Media. No, she doesn't know what a podcast is. Like my mom's hairdresser named Velda, who's like, I think in her 60s. My mom now lives in West Virginia. And Velda like follows me on Instagram and like tells my mom, oh my God, look at this, look at this PM while she's washing her hair every Saturday. <laughs> uh, no, that actually sounds a lot like my mom. My mom's like, I have no idea what any of these things are. My mom would be just as proud of if it's like, oh, I got promoted at a restaurant. I feel like a lot of our parents don't get, don't even get like digital media. No. They don't and get God it God bless. I wish yeah. I didn't either. Same. Um, I think speaking of, we have, a listener, listener question. question. Yeah, we'll get to it. But first, another quick break. Hey, bitch, I want to talk to you about something serious that we talk about on the pod and that everyone in the city always talks about. And it's going to therapy. Oh, I thought you were going to say the subway. That too. I mean, that could be your therapy, but I don't think it'd help. No. I've never actually been to therapy. I grew up in a family that doesn't really believe in therapy. So I've always gotten super anxious about the idea of having to sit down and talk face to face with a stranger. But BetterHelp is an online counseling system that's there for you and me. And you don't actually have to be face to face with anyone. Yeah. So they have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, LGBT matters. Wow. Grief. Um, Self-esteem. Hello. It's available worldwide. You can start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours. Wow. It's available on desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. You can text. You can chat. You can go on the phone. And if you are someone that doesn't get anxious about being face-to-face, video chat. Wow. Hot. It's secure, it's convenient, and of course, professional with financial aid available for those who qualify. Wow. So best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Like you said, everyone's gay listeners gets 10% off your first month with discount code gay. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com gay. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get a match with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com gay. 
Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay. I think it's a fun bit when we when we do that. <sighs> Maybe you're. I don't know. Um. Okay. Listener question. Hey, betches. I'm writing this sitting in my recurring hookups living room while he's in the bathroom. Oof. We'll call him Alex. Long story short, I've known Alex for a while now, and we've hooked up a bit, and I'm into it, but not into it. Into it. Okay. But what I am into is his roommate. We'll call him Nick. I basically moved to Boston post a big breakup to find a nice Jewish man to fall in love with, and Nick is basically that. Tonight, I came over for dinner and drag race like any good gay on a Friday night. Stereotypes. <laughs> And Nick was li- uh, Nick was leaving, but on his way out, complimented the fit of my pants. They fit your thighs really nicely. That's he said. very gay. And Imagine someone saying, "I love the fit of those pants on your thighs." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he complimented my hair. And we chat. We chatted while Alex was plating up dinner in the other room. So poor Alex. How do I? Tra- yeah, poor Alex. Poor Alex is making a fucking filet mignon. Yeah, what's he making? I want to be plating. Yeah, the poor plating guys, sounds fancy. The poor as guy's fuck. in the kitchen. Uh, sorry, I hear the weirdest noise in my throat. I don't know. What I that heard was. that. I thought you were I dying. Like, this is my third podcast of the day. I think my voice is oh my on the God. way out. So, how do I transition to showing interest in Nick since I'm probably off limits and still retain my friendship with Alex? You don't. Do I ditch it altogether? What do you guys think? He said, ladies. I just don't know why I changed that. Also, I fucking love this podcast. I laugh all the time in public. I feel like Brian and I are kindred spirits, and I want Chris to follow me around all day and read anyone that comes in <laughs> 15 feet of me. Thank fucking you. gold. You can it, Venmo me directly. Yeah, there you go. It's just like sitting with my best Judy spilling tea all morning. Um... So his I question is, there's a way to do that. How can he transition from one re- roommate to the other while being friends with the one he's first working up with? I would say, Molly, you in danger, girl. Yeah, exactly. From ghost. I'm uh-uh. like, it's not happening. It ain't going to happen, Molly. Mm-mm, that's that's no. dangerous. It's volatile. And I, I need to know how hot is, I guess, Nick, the one that complimented the fit yeah. of the pant. I need to know how hot also, he it is. It sounds like Nick's interested. If, but if, if, is he like worth risking all of this? Is he that like hot? Does he even like the other one? What's his fake name? Alex? Al- he says he's in, he's into him, but he's not into into him. So he's not into him. He's into the fact that he has a hot roommate and he makes beautiful meals. Yeah. Which I understand completely. But <laughs> I don't think there's a way to um to do that. No. I think you could do mm. it. I think you could be a like a, a, a conniving person. See, Brian's like, you could just secretly <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean... And then if you like, yes, exactly. And then it's like you break first. I would, I would break up with the one roommate that I was hooking up with. And then, but I would be like, but I want to be friends. The one that he hooked up with the one who was, who was, who was plating dinner, who was yes. like, okay, yeah. that's Alex, right? That's Alex. Okay. Okay. The one that he's like not really into, but he's really yes. into the other one, but yes, he's hooking yes, up with the one yes, he's not yes, really yes, into. Yes, 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 So I would be like, I think we should stop hooking up, but I want us to remain friends and remain friendly with both of them. And then text Nick on the side and be like, hey, we should hang out sometime. Yeah, you slide into those DMs. You know what I would do? Because this boy does not live with all th- with these no, two, right? No, so I would invite God. I would invite Nick, I guess is his name, over to my house. I would invite the roommate. Like, I would find a way. Because if Nick really wants it, Nick will, like, respond to, to, like, it. a little slide mm-hmm. into the DMs. he won't tell his roommate. I would slide into the DMs and just be like, hey, we should do something 
yeah. together. You Let's to hang out. Be like, oh my god, you yeah. like watching movies? I like watching movies. Oh my god, I love that you show. Come, come by sometimes. <laughs> come by sometimes. You can binge watch. Yeah, said show on Netflix. There is a way to Does, do it if you're conniving. Yeah. Like I just said, just do that. But it's risky. It's it just risky, ri- and it's like then, this it's will never be like move a past double a... fight. It'll be you and the ex hookup fighting, and then the ex hookup and the roommate fighting, and that's just messy boots. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like neither could work. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. It. De- I have to see them because I'm a that's good some shit girl. that I would be like. I would never do anything like that. But then I'm also the bitch that's like, hey. Um. So like, when Alex falls asleep, <laughs> if you just want to like come on in, I give great jerk chops. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Well, who knows? I haven't seen him. I'm just kidding. I don't give great jerk. Happy jobs. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> I don't know. I think. I think it. It could work out if you. But then I don't think like. I don't know. You never know. Maybe this other guy doesn't want to be with you anymore either and doesn't know how to end it. I don't know. He's in the kitchen making him a beautiful dinner. Oh, that's true. While he's flirting with his roommate. So, I don't Yeah, know. that's not nice. Mm-mm. Although, maybe he's in the kitchen being like, I fucking can't stand this motherfucker. <laughs> he might have already even told the roommate he was kind of let laid over him. That's why the roommate's flirting because oh. he might have said that he's not really feeling this guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And the roommate now is like kind yeah. of... Oh, you gotta let us know. Yeah, how this pans out. I say send a video, or be like, yes, yeah, and then be like, oh my god, I'm send so sorry, wrong text. The video, yeah. yeah. <laughs> send a nude and be like, oh my fucking god, wrong text. But if that you was like it, Alex. can you guys then be like, but if you like me? it, it wasn't the wrong text, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Has anyone slid into your DMs all the time? Yeah, all is that how time. you met your boyfriend? No, we met on Tinder. Okay. Um, but yeah, they do all the time. Mm-hmm. It's and it's kind of it's kind of crazy because a lot of folks do. They don't even live in New York City, and I'm like, what's the purpose of this? Yeah. Like in New York City, I kind of understand someone thinking they could have a chance, you know. But somebody who lives in like St. Louis or mm-hmm. what do they say? Milwaukee? Like I was on Wendy's show on the, it aired on Friday. I was on with Kiki Palmer. We mm-hmm. were filling in for Wendy because Wendy's not filling too well. Um. I and like her a lot. I adore her. She's she, like one of my she best friends. She came into the office. And we did a few videos with her. She oh, was she's a sweetheart. Really yeah. sweet and cool. She's really funny. Mm-hmm. She has a great. I think she's really talented. Like a great presence I think on she camera. Has the good people around her too. No, she doesn't. She's been in the game for a little while. She grew up. She grew up in this game. You yeah. Know? Um. But she's been able to kind of maintain a smart, you know, sort of business savvy as well as great talent. But um, yeah, I was on her show, and her show was a lot of gay. Men watch the mm-hmm. show, a lot of gay black men. Yeah, I was just gonna and be like, I have friends that are friends with her and they're all gay people oh, yeah, in yeah. LA. Yeah, so Wendy's audience, you know, they tend to slide in my DMs after I do her show. <laughs> and be like, I like how them pants how was you fitting. Doing? I like how them pants was fitting <laughs> in your thighs. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's, 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 I think a lot of them just like the dopamine hit of yeah. like getting responses to like their. Do you crazy. respond? Not to a lot of them. Like, oftentimes I'll say, like, oh, like, they'll be like, what are your plans tonight, sexy? Be like, you raising my you. son. No, but like, yeah, I'll say things like that <laughs> to scare them. And then I'll say, like, oh, my boyfriend and I are on the couch with my son right now watching Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing, homo? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I either get, like, I get two extremes. I either get called a faggot. Oh, my God, no. Because no. Brian does the political shit also. Yeah. So he gets a lot of hate. I too. get a lot of hate on the. The political so do you guys have like a lot of conservatives that follow you on Betches? Yes. Not a lot. No, okay. So we, have your this, content? we have this like vertical that's just news and politics. So Betches is like non-political. Got you. Okay. And then we have like a, like, a, like a vertical underneath that's called the SUP that's got political. You. And we're not bipartisan. We okay. are 
left-leaning okay more like activism like megan kelly yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> and a Who's lot of people love hometown. to hate it. a lot of people love to hate it and so i get like i either get like, like oh kelly. fuck you you liberal faggot or i get like oh you're cute Wow, you know, I've gotten, um, and I think most of the ones that say "fuck you, faggot" are the ones that want to yeah. hit too. But yeah. well, it's also the like I got my first "kill yourself" comment oh my God. on my yeah. thing. That was like this is. It was literally a post about it was so gay, and he commented like, "This is so fucking gay, kill yourself." Wow. Um, and then I was like, "Oh, I, like, wow, I've really made it. I'm getting kill yourself DMs." But um, yeah, okay, I love it. Um. At first, it bothered me because then I would like think about it. No, but you know I think crazy? a lot of it's from the Discover page. So, like, if you start trending, then you get put on the Discover page. Ew. So it's people that don't follow you. That are dis- okay. Yeah. But you know what's crazy, and this is more for Twitter. I find mm-hmm. that people know me, and I think I've always stayed in more this like entertainment pop culture lane. And now I'm suddenly because of who's in fucking office, I'm suddenly becoming more political, and I'm doing more segments on MSNBC and elsewhere yeah. where I talk about politics and also how sort of pop culture and politics are kind of colliding right now um and i find when i talk about like i was talking about kamala harris recently i got so many vile angry threats on twitter from conservatives and mm-hmm. i thought i find that people that are politically engaged now are even more violent yeah than yeah. people that are just like anti-gay that are watching wendy you know are you rooting for anyone for 2020 kamala harris me I like too kamala. i found a video from kamala from 20 years ago where she's like being interviewed in a hallway and she's like I mean I think that I will be the first to do a lot of things just make sure I'm not the last and Ooh, then walks come away on, and I'm like be the example honey <laughs> she now yeah. no I can I can go into a story but we don't have time probably but I I um had a, I planned a breakfast for her back mm-hmm. in 2009 my first my I first week too <clears throat> It was a breakfast, a fundraising breakfast to my boss, who was the CEO of a company, was doing for her back when she was running for AG um, in San Francisco. And she was just so sweet to me afterwards and came to my desk and talked to me. And her niece was with her. Her name's Mina Harris. Shout out to Mina. Um, she listens. Yeah, Mina's, Mina's Kamala's <laughs> sister's daughter, uh-huh. Maya Harris, who's like running her campaign right now. Yeah. Um, and Mina was with her. So Mina and I have stayed in touch ever since 2009. We had lunch last, or drinks last week. Oh, oh my God. And awesome. she's like with Kamala all the time and they're just like an amazing amazing i think the campaign in general just represents what we need in this country yeah. and they're smart women ivy mm-hmm. league educated women and not that that well so far yeah not that that should be why you vote but um yeah. i like her policies i like her politics i i too too i would just love to see her debate 45 oh, yeah i can't did you guys I watch her cnn him. thing that she did with jake tapper recently that town hall yeah i thought she was so strong on that even the audience asking her questions i was like oh my god get her into a debate yeah she's a brick house she can't be shut she, she's a fucking prosecutor man like she will like during all of her hearings during the kavanaugh hearings it's like listening to her speak it's like fuck. yeah well that's good to hear because i think that she's gonna have to before she gets to trump she's gonna have to debate a lot of strong contenders in her own party yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like cory booker is not one to play with I, like no. he he can debate though he can debate <laughs> Uh, Elizabeth Warren, I think, is not going to be as strong. She probably yeah. will not make I it. I think Amy Klobuchar is going to make it far. Yeah. I think Sherrod Brown can make it far when, if he announces when he announces. But those Dem debates are going to be lit as yeah. fuck. They're going to be lit. It's the new drag The reason race. I don't yes. like Seriously, the watching the Dem debates. Oh, yes, queen. <laughs> I'm painting my nails and wearing a wig for those, okay? <laughs> like gay bars will be yes. so The only thing debate. that I don't like about Cory Booker is he takes a lot of like corporate 
money and big pharma money. I saw a very funny tweet who I can't, I don't remember who did it, but it was not me and look up (laughs) who it was. Um, But it was like Kamala Harris is like, yeah, I tried weed one time in high school. Mm -hmm. And then Elizabeth Warren was like, "Uh, yeah, I um." I've I've also tried weed a couple times and then Cory Booker like furiously Googling how to do weed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I've eaten weed as well. I've eaten I've eaten many joints. Like it's- you know what's funny for me? I don't necessarily think I need to know my president, but I felt like I knew Obama. You know, mm-hmm, I felt like I yeah. knew him. I kind of knew what he did when he was at home with Michelle. Mm-hmm. Joking, like not like all that way, yeah. but I kind of yeah. felt like I got him. I don't get Cory Booker. I feel like I don't know who he yeah. really is, and I think that there's things about him that he's not being authentic yeah. about. Because everyone's will, gay, so, girl. I will I, vote. Child, that's the name of the podcast. Okay. I will vote for a fucking potato. <laughs> In 2020, if that Donald means Trump. getting Donald Trump over, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and if he becomes our DNC, our our, our, our Democratic pick, I will stomp yeah. for him. Yeah, you know, same. I decided. I'll even. I even told me, my friend Mina, look, I will. If you need me to, I will campaign for Kamala. And I've never campaigned for anyone. I've never yeah. gone door to door. I never have gone and like spoken about my life. But if we need to like invigorate the LGBT culture across the country, I will go and do speeches, yeah. honey. Yeah. I will write bitch. a speech. Get my voice all lubricated and go on stages, child. Uh, So, Chris, where can our listeners find you? They can find me on Twitter at Witherspoon C and Instagram at Witherspoon C. Great. Same. Easy peasy. That is easy. And you can find us at Everyone's Gay on Instagram or email us at gay at betches.com. That's gay at betches.com. Chris, thank you so much for coming. This was the most fun I ever had in a podcast. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank you. See you now. We finished. Almost, we almost finished almost. A, another bottle of rose. <laughs> <laughs> Happy goals. Valentine's Day. Valentine's goals. Kamala 2020. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Betches.